live from the Fremont Theater in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. When I was in high school, I became obsessed with the romance of mountain climbing. And uh, it had its culmination in my senior year when I discovered a brochure from the Sierra Club about a base camp they were organizing in the Grand Tetons. And the idea was you could go to the Grand Tetons for about three weeks, fully taken care of. They had professional guides and you could, you could do summiting climbs, you could do rock climbing and backpacking. And I devoured this brochure and I looked at the gorgeous pictures of the Grand Tetons and I wanted to go, and I, I even planned the hikes and the trails that I would take. But when the time came to sign up, I realized I couldn't go. I couldn't afford it. It was the summer before I started college. I had to work and save money for college. So I never went to the Grand Tetons. But I continued to uh, backpack and rock climb and occasionally I would meet other climbers and we would trade stories about the places that we had climbed. And uh, one time I told this guy the best place I ever climbed was in the Grand Tetons. And uh, I, I described the various hikes and trails that I had been on. And I, I knew it wasn't true, but I wanted it to be. Well, over the years, I must have told this story many times to people. Yeah. No, it was quite serious, not funny at all. And, uh, and after a while, I began to actually believe that it was true that I had been there. Many years later, I was living in Santa Cruz, California, and I was in love with a wonderful woman named Katie. And we shared many things, including and especially a love of the outdoors and backpacking. And we did a lot of camping and hiking and backpacking together. And uh, we had been together for about two years and I had decided this was the woman I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. But towards the end of this two years, there was this little crack that started to appear in our relationship. Katie was on a spiritual path and she was interested in the teachings of Rajneesh. And she read the books of Rajneesh, yeah, the Bhagwan. She listened to his lectures on tape and she listened to the meditation tapes and she, she would share these with me. She gave them to me. I, I, th I think she, she wanted me to like the thing that was becoming important to her. 
but I could not get into it. I mean, I would try and read these books. I could barely get through a chapter and I couldn't listen to the tapes and it just seemed like gobbledygook to me. This was a real problem because Katie was trying to decide if she was going to become a sannyasin, an official disciple of Rajneesh. And I had to decide how that was going to affect my relationship with Katie. So I decided to take a solo backpacking trip. I went up into the Sierra Nevada to a place called the Desolation Wilderness. And I had to take a boat across a lake to get to the trailhead and then hiked up about 10 or 12 miles through the fall foliage till I got above the timberline. And I was in this beautiful place with, with all these rock-bound lakes. And I spent my first day hiking around and trying to get rid of all the noise in my head, all the voices, all the clutter of my everyday life. And the second day I was there, it began to rain. And it rained and rained, and I crawled into my tent, and I lay on my back, and I listened to the rain, and I thought, what am I going to do about Katie? What am I going to do about Katie? A few days later, I hiked out. I didn't have an answer to that question. I still didn't know what to do. And I decided I had to talk to somebody. So I decided I would talk with my friend Carol. Now, at the time, Carol lived in South Dakota. Uh, so I decided to drive the 1,250 miles <laughs> from the Sierra to South Dakota to talk with Carol. And uh, after a long, long first day of driving, I got to about the halfway point, Grand Teton National Park. <laughs> yeah, it was late fall and it was cold and damp and there were hardly any people around, but I found a campsite. I was one of only two parties in the campsite. The other person was like, a hundred yards away, but I slept there for the night, and in the morning, I headed up into the Grand Tetons. And uh, I was walking up this trail in this beautiful fir and pine forest enveloped in this silence, only broken occasionally by a call of a bird or the chattering of an animal. And I'm walking along, and I start to think, oh, this is great. When I see Carol, I can tell her all about how I went back to the Grand Tetons <laughs> to see the places that I had climbed in my youth. And I'm walking along, feeling great about this, and all of a sudden, I heard a voice, 
Michael, it's time to give up that lie. And I was stunned. It, it wasn't a thought. It wasn't a sound within me. It was a voice from somewhere outside in this forest. And I looked around. But I was alone on the trail. I pulled myself together enough to stumble up the trail a couple of hundred yards till I came to a large rock by the side of the trail. And I sat down. And as soon as I sat down, I burst into tears. And I wept. And I wept and I wept. And I lay down on the rock and I wept. And I was thinking, Michael, you can't keep telling this story about the Grand Tetons. You got to give up some of the illusions you have about your life. And you have to end your relationship with Katie. I don't know how long I was there, but I pulled myself together and continued on to South Dakota. And about 10 days later, I got back to Santa Cruz and I went to see Katie. In my absence, Katie had become a sannyasin and she was very happy. And I told her, I have to end it. I can't be with you. Well, even though I broke up with her, I felt abandoned. I felt betrayed. I felt like I had lost the love of my life. I was, I was desolate. I was angry. I was sad. It took me a few weeks, but eventually I got over it and I moved on. Now that I'm growing older, sometimes I think my world is getting smaller and smaller. I have to give up a lot of dreams that I had. There's so many things I used to love to do that I can no longer do. But if I feel isolated, I can put my hand on that rock and feel all the richness that I've had in my life and all the love that I have received from people and still receive from them, the love I've shared with them. And if I listen, I can hear that voice. I can speak with that voice. 